Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Yo! I was wondering how long you're going to be able to hold that. Before not, you lost, not that long. Before you lost breath. It's some, some uh, mild pneumonia. They call it walking pneumonia. It's been with me for like two weeks since I had a cold. Huh? So my AO was slightly shorter than it usually is. I would have started coughing like 10 seconds into it. Wait, you're not Fred Slow. I am not Fred Slow. One Van Nunley right here. One Aaron Buck Burnett across the table. Taking the place of co-host of Two Men on, Fred Slow. I'm the DH. He hurt his tum-tum or something. We don't know what's going on with him. But luckily, in his stead, we got what I consider the best in the business. Thank yeah. you. One, Thank one you. Aaron Buck Burnett. And Sweet. it is uh, an honor every time I get to sit across the table from you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Not to be outdone. The man, the myth, the legend, owner-operator of the Duke's team store, Steve Palmasano, is, he doing is okay? here. I am here. He looks okay, A. Marie Castillo. <laughs> I back was at a the little studio. worried. Well, what happened? I've had a few days. Uh, Steve is a Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh. In case uh, you just got back from vacation in a cave or you're somewhere without television or internet or any form of communication contacting you with the modern world let me tell you right now the 2023 Dallas Cowboys have been eliminated from playoff contention mm. <laughs> did you have to say it so loud yeah a little bit okay. kind of loud-ish like you know I can get way louder Steve yes I don't know what happened. I turned it off at halftime. Well, so of course you I'm did. I'm not sure what the end result How was. How mad would you have been if you would have gone to the game? Just, oh, like, man. float, fly uh, out there. Yeah. and All excited. Yeah, yeah. and then, oh, golly. Not been happy. It's yeah, of course you wouldn't before. have been happy. <laughs> that was a rough one. I wasn't surprised. That was a rough one. I didn't think Green Bay was going to do as well as they did. I actually picked the Cowboys to win the game. And... Heads up or with the points? Uh, I thought they were going to cover the spread. Okay. You know, and Jordan Love is just like, dude's dropping dimes. and you know. I had, Oh, Jordan Love? Are you talking about living Marlboro Red? <laughs> well, why do you, why call- do you call him Marlboro Red, Van? Yes. Because he's a cowboy killer, baby. <laughs> Jordan Love. Three tutties, no picks. 274 passing yards. Didn't even need him in the fourth quarter. They just let the Cowboys score like 30 points in the fourth quarter just so Dallas Nation would step off the ledge and think they had a chance coming back in the game. Woo, buddy. My Green Bay football Packers look like a real contender against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, we all know the Cowboys choke in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. We got three hours to roast the Cowboys. 
I actually but, made some audio for this today. We'll yeah, play I have later. it. Yeah, Whenever I'm you're so ready. Excited. Whenever you're we ready. Got, hey, we got a lot of Cowboys content today. 505-246-0610. Cowboys fans, 505-246-0610. Cowboys haters, the phone and text lines are open all day today as we'll be recapping Wild Card Weekend, the demise of the Cowboys, the downfall of the Eagles. We got Jason Kelsey talk. We got Jim Harbaugh talk. We got the legend Baker Mayfield talk. We got streaming wildcard football talk. Mike Tomlin, uh, the Detroit Lions, and Matthew Stafford. Uh, and then one story you clued me on to, Buck, is we're expecting our first trillionaire within the decade, and we're going to we hit are. up on that later. Of course, we'll have the I-9 varsity. Of course, we'll have Amory's mandatory NFL headlines. But it's all Packers upset and Cowboys talk today. We're going to talk all sports. We're going to talk sports adjacent. But everything will be woven in to the demise of the Dallas Cowboys. And Dak Prescott ain't that dude. Why are you and looking Mike at Paul McCarthy. Masato in the eyes while you're saying that? He hasn't stopped looking at me. I know. It's like he hasn't broken eye contact with poor Paul. Trying to like Steve, look away. Geez. And all the ladies out there listening, or if you're watching on Facebook Live or you're watching on YouTube Live, we'll get Steve Palmasano on. We know he's the best-looking dude out of the bunch. <laughs> His beautiful face will be on StreamYard here in just a second. But the Dallas Cowboys in their own house not okay. in Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, 100,000 fans there. Winners of 16 straight games at home. Seven and a half point favorites to the seventh seed Green Bay Packers. The last team to make it in the playoffs. Get not beaten. As a Green Bay Packers fan, I saw what Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers have done the past six weeks. They look like a legitimate football team all of a sudden. I thought my Packers had a chance. What they did to the Cowboys, I did not see coming. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, this wild card weekend was, I always like an underdog story. And we had three underdogs. I feel that we had three underdogs, even though Tampa Bay was ranked higher than Philly, um, you know, as far as their, their placement in the playoffs. They just, golly, man, it was a good weekend of football. Great weekend of football. The storylines were fantastic. Even if there weren't the upsets, even if there weren't some exciting finishes, just the matchups and the storylines were fantastic from Wild Card Weekend. It's fantastic. It had my hopes up, but then they, have, they ended up being so boring. And Cowboy fan, you should be mad. This is enough with the jokes, the broken <laughs> record. Okay, Dak can't win in a playoff game. Oh, he's hit his ceiling. Like, this was bad. This was pathetic, not to take away from the Green Bay Packers, but this is absolutely not okay. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. The Green Bay Packers have more playoff wins at AT&T Stadium than the damn Dallas Cowboys, and that's a problem. Did he throw three pick sixes? Or that's two? a problem. Uh, technically one, almost Steve, two. you should be yeah. livid right now. And Steve, I, I want to let you know something. <laughs> you should be yelling. Being that I'm a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan, have been for all my life, I just want to let you know the doors are open for you. Yeah. We're like Creed. Arms wide open, baby. If I haven't Come switched. Come on. Over. Arms wide open. If I haven't switched by now, I'm probably not. <laughs>
I just wanted to offer it up. You seem like a good guy, and oh, you know, you. just we would welcome Appreciate you into the Chiefs' kingdom. Offer. Yep, yep. So the, the, what the Chiefs are doing right now is what the <clears throat> Cowboys did in the '90s. This string of excellence and actually backing up their regular season success with playoff success. You're looking at the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the '90s Cowboys right now. Patrick Mahomes is that dude. And I do not mind telling you, Cowboys Nation, I gave Dak a lot of credit this year. He played fantastic against a bunch of powder puff teams when he was at home in AT&T Stadium. But every time he faced any kind of competition, he crumbled. He only beat one team all year with a winning record. Dak is not that guy. I know I made Cooper for two friggin' years on this program, but now it's time to take me seriously. The red-headed wonder, your ginger savior of the Cowboys franchise has been sitting there the whole time. Cooper Rush. Is he the it's guy? It's time for Cooper Rush. Let's ask a Cowboys fan. Is it is it time to? Absolutely not. No. I'm just wondering. Where was the defense? Time, is how long this is going to go on for Van. I mean, it's been 407. <laughs> uh, I got three hours, Eight brother. Eight minutes of parading. I three. I got three hours. Yeah. But what oh, happened gonna... to this top defense with Micah Parsons, too? Exactly. I mean, this this Green Bay Packers team came in. The youngest team in the NFL, by the way. The oldest player. They're all, like, 25 years old, too. Mm-hmm. Youngest team, most underdeveloped team. Packers always do it right. This is just a sad story for all of us because watch Jordan Love. Now is going to oh, – God, I'm just – I'm so mad right now. <laughs> uh, but I, it's – I, I, I you can't – Everyone's always going to blame it on Dak, and I, I understand why. But it's not on him because where the hell was the defense? That was no. But listen, but listen. Terrible. In fairness, too. In fairness, Dak had a lot of mistakes. He had a lot of mistakes in this game. It wasn't just it wasn't just him. His defense didn't show up either. I mean, somebody shows up and puts a forty eight burger on you in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, it's like come on. That's terrible. You know. Yeah. Except I bet they over. <laughs> it was both sides of the ball, but Dak was definitely. You know, here's the and thing. And CB Lamb, they're both off. Something when was going when on. you when you decide that the traje- trajectory in your life is going to be an NFL quarterback, you have to know that you are going to eat the ish sandwich every time you stink up the joint because you're the leader of the team. Sure, you're the guy. Sure, it's you. Everything falls under you. Jordan Love threw some beautiful footballs. He had a couple to some guys wide open that weren't that pretty, but they caught him. They got some big games. Yeah. Jordan Love had some pinpoint accuracy. But this game does not just come down to the play of Jordan Love. Coach LaFleur absolutely outcoached Mike McCarthy. Absolutely. And every step of the game. Yeah. He embarrassed him. And. Credit to Green Bay's defense as well. Yeah. Well, every coach on the Cowboys is going to take a lot of credit for this one. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> they just got outplayed. Special teams, offense, At defense. Do you think Jerry just goes in his office afterwards and just, like, throws a total temper tantrum like a little six-year-old kid? Because mm. I could totally see him doing that. No, he didn't even need to go into his office and do it. He did it on national television. <laughs> do you see him slam a stack of papers down oh, I didn't see on it. the desk yeah. and then threw the stack of papers across the room in his suite it. on television? He, he'll rebuild. He'll rebuild. I bet. We well, don't need to rebuild. You already got a great team. 
Well, you I'm, just need the running. legend Cooper yeah. Rush right. to take over. Mm. Trade Dak Prescott. Get another wide receiver to, to complement <laughs> compact disc lamb chop. And then now you guys will be real contenders. Compact disc lamb chop. <laughs> wow. Brutal. Brutal. But have Amory, we, have we Amory, seen Amory, in the NFL, though? Have we seen in the NFL where, like, do you need uh, – a top tier quarterback or could you need a serviceable quarterback? You need a team of coaches that have prepared for the game. <laughs> I think, I think you have to have an above average quarterback because when was the last time just like, you know, an average quarterback won a Super Bowl? Yeah. You know, well, we, we talk about this, this on the program. It's going to get very interesting yeah. here with this playoff right now. Yeah. With, we talk about this you have top tier and you have average. Yeah, we talk about this on the program all the time. You have to have an all-time legendary defense or a top-five quarterback. Like, look okay. at every single Super Bowl winner. Chiefs, okay, we're going back this way. Chiefs and Mahomes, all right? Rams and Stafford. Buccaneers and Brady. Chiefs and Mahomes again. Patriots and Brady. Patriots uh, and for Brady. half here is, and Brady. 30 years. Patriots and Brady. <laughs> here is, here is uh, the one one-off the Nick Foles Eagles year. Okay. And I was just, they had a great defense, but it was just a, a miracle year. Then we go Patriots and Brady Broncos and Manning Patriots and Brady Seahawks. And when Russell Wilson, Wilson used to be and, good. And when Manning okay. was with the Broncos, it was actually the defense that won them that Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. And we got no, to elite, make your point. elite Ravens defense and Joe Flacco. Elite Giants defense. Joe Flacco was a well okay. above average quarterback, though. Above average quarterback? Well yeah. above average. I didn't say he sucked, he but that's... He's a top 10, I mean, not a top the, 5. The defense well, did all the heavy lifting. They're probably that basing one. that off Saturday, this, unfortunately. Then we got Ben Roethlisberger, another Manning, another Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Brady, Brady, and here we go. The Buccaneers with their elite defense and Trent Dilfer. Yep. Okay. That defense was dirty. And then Brady again. Elite defense for the Ravens. Then we got Kurt Warner, John Elway, John Elway, Brett Favre, Troy Aikman, Steve Young. All Hall of Fame, Troy, all okay. Hall of Fame quarterbacks except See, for Nick Foles. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, what's his face? Oh, yeah. from, Foles, uh, Foles, Dilfer, Flacco. Flacco, yep. In the history of the NFL, everyone else is a Hall of Famer. You can't do it without a Hall of Famer. And I don't see... The Cowboys doing it with Dak Prescott because I don't see a Hall of Famer right there. He'll be in the Cowboys Hall of Fame. What do they call it? Ring of Honor? The Ring of Honor. He'll probably be in the Ring of Honor. So if Jared Goff goes to the Super Bowl this year and wins, is he a, it, does he move up? Because he's kind of in – people put him in that category with, like, Dak Prescott and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, top of, top of the B list. Uh, if Jared Goff goes up. to the Super Bowl – especially if he wins the Super Bowl, you got to start having those Jared Goff conversations. Is Jared Goff elite? He took the Rams to a Super Bowl in his second friggin' year in the NFL. You know what? Like, I, he had I, a huge turnaround for Detroit. He's looking like that guy. I don't know if it's like the, the hard knocks thing or what, but Dan Snyder is a head coach. I love that dude. I mean, man. Dan Campbell. Or Dan Campbell. Oh, I we don't like Dan Snyder. Sure. Yeah, not Dan, Dan Campbell. <laughs> we don't like Sorry. Dan Snyder. Um, Dan Campbell, like, that dude is, he's just, he's awesome. You know, if if any, I, if the Chiefs don't go, you know, if I, I would love to see him go there. I think it'd be awesome, especially for Detroit fans. The 32 years since they won a playoff game, I mean, same thing with the Cowboys, but 
You, if a friend of the show, you want to see how drastic it's been since the Lions' last playoff win, look what Madden NFL looked like in 1992, and look at what Madden NFL looks like now. Looks like tech That's mobile. how long it's been. <laughs> when we get back, more NFL talk, more Cowboys ribbing, and we might have a couple solutions for you, Cowboys fan. Phone lines are open for your mourning or your celebration or your hatred. What a wild card weekend in the NFL. More sports and sports-adjacent talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's like on Saturday Night Live. You don't know if it's like a real commercial or not until you see one of the actors in it. Yeah. You're welcome. Cowboys fans, Cowboys haters, do not call that phone number and order a choker. That was a joke. You should tell them to do it if they're silly (laughs) enough to call the number. Also, someone should actually create that product. I'm sure it's already out there. We them boys. 2023 Dallas Cowboys are eliminated from playoff contention. We'll be doing this three hours today. We'll obviously talk about the rest of the wild card matchups. Yep. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Who knows how long these coaches are going to still be around. But today, we're at the ABQ Dukes team store in the Knob Hill Shopping Center, right at the corner of Central and Carlisle. Uh, owner-operator Steve Palmasano is with us. Steve is a Cowboys fan. He does not base his baseline happiness on the accomplishments of others. But I can see the sadness in his eyes right now. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, you keep, like, pouring salt into that I mean, wound that, with him. I can't oh, even get a word in edgewise. A lot yeah. of salt. A lot of salt coming all day. You just literally Plus, you talked for 21 minutes berating the Cowboys. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we got three hours in this program. Buck picked a bad day to be here because now nobody's listening because they're all Cowboys fans. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. But also, most Cowboys fans, as you know, are just self-loathing. So they love it. Like, the, 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 all the stages of grief that you go through every year. Like, you know, every, we them boys, it's our year. Week one, 40 to nothing win against the Giants. They look like the best team in the NFL. Yep. Win after win after win at home. And then about a third of the way through the season, the this is our year chance. Dak for MVP starts. A few more games, a few more home wins against cupcakes. You got a home game and a playoff seed. Boom, choking the playoffs. Since 1995, this is the cowboy way. It doesn't matter who's at the helm. It doesn't matter who your owner and GM is. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Roma was classic at it. Everybody since Troy Aikman has been fantastic, having a successful season, selling merch, selling tickets, getting all that TV money, raking it hand over fist as the most valuable non-soccer sports franchise, and then choking in the playoffs. It's the Cowboys way, baby. Let me ask you a question, Steve. Yes. <laughs> and I, in all seriousness, I know we're kind of crapping on Dak a little bit. and He's got his part in this for sure. What is Jerry Jones' culpability in this loss? Does he just need to get the F out of there and stay off the field and just be an owner and stay away from – don't go on the field, let, let the coaches coach? I, you know what? That's been the question for <laughs> – 
however long he's owned the team. So that's, yeah, that I mean, I don't I don't know if it's you know to me this last loss was on the coaches completely. I mean, yeah. they got railroaded, and you know, Dak had some bad throws. I'll admit that. But, you know, Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones, and, and I don't, you know, he's built this team to what it, what it is. They've had, you know, multiple 12-win games, 12-win seasons. What did he pay, you like know, a couple not, grand for the team, like, like whole, 80 years ago? Team, Yeah, but they're still America's team, so there's that. Yeah, that is a marketing campaign that was very successful. I don't know about actual America's team, but look, there's a reason the Cowboys are this popular worldwide. The brand, the logo, Jerry Jones, like the success they've had in multiple generations. Look, I get it. But ever since Jerry Jones hired himself to run the front office and not just be an owner, this has happened. Overpaying for players. Single, like, regular season success and choking in the playoffs over and over and over and over and over again since he's been the general manager. And it's been so long, he won't be able to admit his own faults. He needs it's to fire always himself. somebody else. He does. He, he needs did. to fire himself. He 100% needs to step down. Yeah. And look, he's got all the money in the world. He could hire the best PR and marketing that money can buy. And he could spin it like, hey, my health is poor. I'm getting up there in age. Or I want... My, my son to be more involved and he's going to, then his son will say he's going to take a step back. You got all kinds of options to spin this in a positive light to where you're not embarrassed. You're not emasculated. It's not all on you, but he needs to step down. He needs to give up the general managership to a professional. Does he's he, an oil tycoon. Does he hire all the coaches or does the head coach do that for the Cowboys? Do they bring in their own full coaching staff or is that Jerry as the GM doing that? It's, it's my understanding that he just hires the head coaches and then he gets the okay on staff. Hmm. So McCarthy brings in who he wants and Jerry gives it the thumbs up or not. Like Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's a good get. Mike McCarthy, not a bad get. I think a lot of middling and losing teams – would love to have a guy like Mike McCarthy, but if you have Super Bowl aspirations every single year, if you have the pressure of Cowboys Nation every single year, you can't have an average guy in the middle like Mike McCarthy. You know, you know it's going to be just like the ultimate FU to all of this, to all the Cowboy fans, when Bill Belichick goes to Washington and Ooh. takes him to a Super Bowl in the first year. <laughs> so ridiculous. How crazy would that be? Hey, Marie, if you could dig up that audio, that would be fantastic. I, but I, I, I yelled it from the top of the Sandias on Friday on this very program that my Green Bay Packers were going to upset your Albuquerque Dallas Cowboys. Not my And Cowboys. Mike McCarthy was going to be embarrassed and outcoached, and then he's going to get fired and then Bill Belichick, who has his options of you just about anyone. You think he'll be the new coach of the Dallas Cowboys? Do you think that? Do you think he would get rid of McCarthy and bring in Belichick? I think it's going to be Jerry's first call, and I'm assuming that they've already been talking or texting or emailing each other, testing the waters. I bet he's dipping his toe in already. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think it's horrible. <laughs> That's. I don't think they're. I, I don't think they're getting along. I was going to say. I don't think their personalities. Too much of control freaks. Because yeah. Robert Kraft steps away and he's an owner. Yeah. You know he's not involving himself in sure. all the daily minutia 
of a National Football League team. You know, he's sitting back and he's being an owner. He can't do that with Bill Belichick. But can but, Bill Belichick turn around Dak? Is that how good of a coach he is? Because look at Mike McCarthy. Is Did he win a Super Bowl with Green Bay because he had Aaron Rodgers? Like, it's like, I don't, is it the quarterback? Is it the coach? Well, as a, as a Packers fan who's been around for 30 years watching this organization, I saw the shortcomings of Mike McCarthy. He's a double-digit season win guy, regular season win guy, if he's got a quarterback. He did it with for years with Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have that next-level scheme. He's not a Bill Belichick. He's not a Sean McVay. He's not a guy that's going to win against your coach just because of what he has on the chalkboard during the week. You know, I would take something you said in the earlier break, and I would probably try to stack up on top of that. And not only do you have to have a top-five quarterback, but you also have to have a really good coach, right? Because coaching is hard in the NFL. I mean, you look at some of these protégés of Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel, for example. When he took over the Las Vegas Raiders or Oakland Raiders, whatever they were at the time, Look at, the, look at the crew he had on that team. On paper, that team should have won the Super Bowl. Sure. Hands down. Sure. And he's just an awful, awful coach. Right. You have to have a good coach in there, too. Period. Yeah, I agree. It comes top down. You have to have an elite quarterback. You have to have a competent defense. And you have to have a coach that can compete against the guy across the field from him. Got to know the X's Le- and O's, baby. Fleur wiped the floor with McCarthy. His game plan on offense and defense were superior. The Packers executed what they needed to do. The Cowboys, except for quarterback, except for maybe one or two positions on defense, are night and day better on paper. Almost every yeah. single position yeah. on the field, the Cowboys have a more talented guy. Yeah, McCarthy was uh, was playing checkers and Lafleur was playing chess. I think that's one of those scenarios because he did outcoach him. They you. You're right. They did get out coached, 100%. When we get back, more Cowboys and Wild Card Weekend talk. Should we talk about another game so we can get Steve talking? For oh, here? Okay. You know? Should we give him a break here? Yeah. Dak and CD's relationship, and we get back. Two <laughs> men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. <laughs> Welcome back to the program, Duke City. The roast of the Dallas Cowboys continues right here on Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's Dak and CD did not look like they were on the same page yesterday. Well, they were kind of arguing. They were arguing. Their body language was awful. They, they looked like a couple snitches, each running up to their coach and, like, complaining about one another and pointing fingers. CeeDee Lamb looked like the best receiver in all of football this year. Most receptions, most yards. Uh, he looks like a five dude, if not the dude. And he was open a lot, and Dak missed him a lot. And it seems like they weren't on the same page running routes, the same routes that they've ran all year. And I don't understand if it's just like one of them or both of them straight up Put on the uh, what's what's the product that you're selling us, Buck? The the Dak Prescott Dallas Cowboys choker. Oh, the choker. They're both wearing the yeah. choker. Or is this just a genius scheme by the Green Bay Packers? I don't know. It seemed like it was from the opening snap. 
opening kick. I mean, there was something that was going on. Their their body language was awful the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, they had a rough go of it. You know, there's it wasn't just them though. There was something going around this this uh this weekend. You know, somebody must have put something in the water, you know, in uh in 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 football land because you have the Browns getting absolutely dismantled by the Houston Texans, which I did not, who have a killer defense. I did not think that was going to happen. That, I, I called that one on Friday as well. That's one of the ones I'm proud of and over the, the weekend. And then the Eagles, too. I mean, the Eagles should have, they should have handled those guys. It, sh- it shouldn't have. I was really pulling for Pittsburgh just because I wanted the Chiefs to play Kansas, or, uh, uh, Pittsburgh instead of Buffalo again. Instead of Buffalo, who looks like world beaters now after looking pedestrian all year, you know that's another. Not in coach the second that could, half. That's a that's another coach that could be on the hot seat, man. I mean, if he doesn't if he doesn't win a Super Bowl this year, you know he might be out from Buffalo. Yeah, I mean he's got one perfectly good Josh Allen sitting right there. His whole team. Look at his team. Look what they went out and got. You know, defensively they've got a good defense. They've got a killer offense i mean they yeah i don't know i love the underdogs it has been ten thousand two hundred and twenty eight days since your dallas cowboys have been to the nfc championship and that will continue for another year and two weeks i'm not going to add those numbers quite yet ten thousand two hundred and twenty eight days and counting Fine. I'll give it, it a break. I'll it give it a time. break, Steve. Say it one more time. Ten thousand. He's gonna get up. Two hundred and twenty-eight days. Okay, so Dak is still under a contract. I would just like to say too, for like two more years. Yeah, he got paid too. Yeah, he got paid. He's getting paid very well to win a lot of regular season games. He has a four-year contract. Um, so. Five oh five two four six zero six ten. Do you keep Dak? And what I predicted Friday, they would not keep Mike McCarthy. Look, he's a, he's a good coach. I already said it today. A lot of teams would love to have Mike McCarthy. There's a lot of bottom-of-the-barrel teams who see Mike McCarthy's success in Green Bay, see Mike McCarthy's success in Dallas, and be like, he knows he's consistent. He knows how to run an organization. Allegedly, all the players like him, but he never gets the team to that next level. And that's what you have to have if you've got the expectations of Jerry Jones and Cowboys Nation. Steve. Yes. I've been piling it on. Legitimate question. To you, (laughs) my apologies. Uh, Do you want to keep Mike McCarthy as a Cowboys fan? No, I didn't want him to begin with. Mm. I I didn't like him coming from Green Bay. Of all of all teams, you know, it's like um, going from the Yankees to the Red Sox or vice versa. But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like him to begin with. Uh, they've won some games, but you're right; he can't win the big game. He they got better when they when uh, he started making the calls, the offensive calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just the, it was the coach. I blame this loss completely on the co- coaches. Yeah, they got out-coached. They got out-schemed. I mean, every single Packers player didn't have to do anything fancy. They just handled all their responsibilities. And, uh, well, no other way to say it, whip some ass. Yeah, but I I mean, 
like we've talked about, you guys have said they, you know, they got the players. Dallas yeah. has the players. They sure do. So you know, Jerry Jones has done that. I guess he's compiled a team of, you know, you even said yourself, Van, that that Dallas outmatched Green Bay. Yeah, almost at, at, every position on the field, both yeah. sides of the ball. So it's uh, to me that's when it comes down to coaching. They weren't they weren't prepared for, you know, their their deficiencies. Obviously, they couldn't stop the run, and they didn't. <laughs> Steve, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Cowboys fans, we know it stings. We know your expectations were high. And I want to know, was the Cowboys' loss mitigated in any way by an Eagles' loss? And we'll talk about that when we get back. More Wild Card Weekend talk. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City talking wild card weekend i mean what else in the world are we going to talk about nothing the i mean first, the first trillionaire we in the talk, world is we, coming within 10 years well we'll talk about that in the next hour <laughs> but uh, i mean we could talk about the caucus in iowa but i mean i don't think that's really your listeners uh bag oh uh, well, sometimes we dabble we See, dabble really? sometimes yeah we dabble. Uh, yeah they dabble buck <laughs> well trump <laughs> ran but, away with it that's but all they're we need to say. um yeah he ran away with it. A lot of corn there, I heard. Lots of corn. A lot of corn. Lots of corn. Can't vote with corn, but. The Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, they stunk it up. Took the sting out of Cowboys Nation just a tiny bit. You know, before. As the you, NFC they least. Been looked, they haven't been looking good. Lost both games. You have to just, you have to be happy for Baker Mayfield. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, he seems like a good dude. I don't obviously never met the guy. Probably will never meet him. But you know, he's 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 been taking his licks all these all these years. Good for him. It's unfortunate too because they're taking away from him. And when ever, you know, no one thought the Bucks were going to be anything after Tom Brady leaves. You know, but but they've done a good job. I know they're in the NFC South, but Baker Mayfield deserves a lot more credit than he's going to get. The, the Eagles have not looked good in weeks. I don't care if they blew out the Giants last game, whatever that – not even blow out, but, like, Nick, Nick Sarani, A.J. Brown, their best – one of their star players. Why was he like, out? He doesn't want to be on the team. He, he got rid of all his social media. He, he did the same exact thing with the Tennessee Titans. I mean, Oh, did he really? Yeah. So, oh, he's a head case. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I, so – but something's off in general. They don't have an identity this season. They went ten and one. They 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 did this last year too. They like lose their identity and they're just a mess. And Nick Sirianni's got to go because remember when we when we watched the NFL draft this year and you're like, oh my god! Like on paper, we talked about this earlier in the show. The Eagles should be monsters the way they drafted. It's insane. So I don't know. What yeah, to, and you're right. Give Baker credit because. Dude, I love Baker Mayfield. Me too. I always have. I love. He's a dude. He's just a yeah. dude. He's like to bring a dude's back the dude. Commercials. It's like why? Why would you root against this guy unless he beats your team? Yeah, he's funny. You see what he did to one of his uh, his quarterback coach on a water break? Huh? He missed on purpose and squirted his coach. Like he's just <laughs> a funny guy. <laughs> he is funny. a fun and funny guy, and his teammates love him. He won the quarterback battle. They brought him in for a quarterback competition with Kyle Trask, and Baker Mayfield won the competition, won the locker room. And his teammates have been fighting for him all year. 
even when he had his struggles there in the middle of the season. Yeah. Because, I mean, Tampa, like, they were fortunate enough to be in the NFC South and limp into the playoffs. But I thought a average NFC South that was won by Tampa Bay stacked up better against, and you could check my uh, Isleta uh, parlay tickets, I had the Bucks money line. So I thought Baker Mayfield was better than a nine-fingered Jalen Hurts and the shell of the Philadelphia Eagles, who've lost five of six games going into that playoff game and now lost six of seven. Does that take the sting out of it for you, the fact that the the birds went down as well? Not, not necessarily. I mean, I'd rather have somebody represent from our, you know. Yeah, from your division. Yeah. Okay. So Not me. No. <laughs> not no, me. Bring them down with you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. If I'm going down, they're all going down too. Yeah, it's zero sum when it comes to football, in my opinion. Just football. Look at the <laughs> NFC quarterbacks. This is so wild that we got Jared Goff, who was traded to Detroit for peanuts. That was the great game to watch, just because of the whole back yeah. and forth with him and Stafford. And I, and I was happy for him too. Yeah. Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, and Jordan Love, who's not a rookie, but technically. He's a friggin' rookie. He's a rookie. This is his first year as a starter. Yeah. He gets into the playoffs, beats the Cowboys. <coughs> Baker Mayfield, fourth team in two years. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, and Jared Goff, who the whole NFL world counted out. And now this is your final four in the NFC. Like, what a crazy outcome. And, yeah. you know, I remember seeing Jared Goff when he was on Hard Knocks when the Rams went back to L.A., and I remember watching him, and I was like, this kid's funny. He's got personality. And I'm glad he's still around because he bought the entire team a gift. And you know what it was? Shake weights. He got everybody shake weights. <laughs> that's so And cool. I was like, that's my dude right that's there. That's so sweet. He's, he's my guy. That's funny. I mean, you got to root for Detroit. If, unless, like, obvious, obviously, unless you're a Rams fan. 100%. Obviously, unless you have some kind of NFC North if the with, for, which if, I don't. If the 49ers, well, I mean, so I'm from the Bay Area originally. You know, I am a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan because when I was a kid, I moved to Kansas City, lived there for a while, started learning about football, became a Chiefs fan. But if I'm going to pull for an NFC team, it's going to be the 49ers. Now, with that being said, I would love to see Detroit do something just because they're kind of like the Cubs of the NFL at this point. Right. <laughs> you know, it's been a long time. Yeah, if we have, like, the NFC North, which I counted out. Like, I thought Detroit was going to win the division, but I didn't think they were going to be as good as they are. If we can get the Packers versus Lions in the NFC Championship, That'd be great. no one in Vegas would have made that bet. Nope. There are no future bets for the NFC the Championship. Lions don't want With that. Lions and Packers? The Lions don't want that. They don't want that. The Lions do not want that. You think the Lions would rather play the Niners yes. than the Packers? It's a weird thing in the NFC North. Everyone That's fears wild. the Green Bay Packers. That and it's wild. divisional. Who has, uh, who has, well, no, because. That's what I've heard from The Lions, Lions would too. have home field advantage, right? Yeah, With but still, Packers, I don't know. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of Lions fans. I know it's weird how many I know. Um, and they said they fear playing the Packers over any other team. Interesting. All right, more Wild Card Weekend talk when we get back. All NFL, all day, baby. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.